with your breathing it. ass in the mic. Ugh. The Chaser are world champions. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> That's so gross. All right. Um, ready? Five, <clears throat> four, three, two. Hey! Uh-huh. Hey, this is why we here, dog. Uh-huh. This is why we here. You remember that stretch we had in September, October? We knew what kind of team we was, dog. Yeah. All we had to do was believe in each other and play for each other. I watched a lot of y'all drop y'all pride this year, dog. I watched a lot of people step up, dog. Uh-huh. Big time players. That's what we need today. We need energy. We need oneness, dog. We need to be remembered. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, champions on three. One, two, three. Tech nine. Let's go. I'm representing. And welcome in to a special edition of Shut Up and Talk Kansas City. We did it, baby. We did it, baby. We did it, baby. We did it, G. We told, hey, I told you. I told, yep. I, listen, I told y'all. Y'all just don't like to listen. Y'all don't like to listen. Y'all don't be listening. That's y'all your be problem. Listening. That's I where y'all be you. falling. Right. That's what's wrong with your generation, right there. <laughs> y'all listen. Thank what's you for up, tuning boy? In. How you doing, man? It's great. It feels good to be a champion, man. I was this real, my first time. It's first championship I ever won. Yeah, it's, I was like out of the state for when the Royals won, so like that one hit a little different. That one was good, but I was very much celebrating to myself. I was in the army. I was like at like there was no Royals fans around yeah. me, so I was just like, <laughs> yeah, sweet. And I was like two weeks away from coming home. That's what hurt the most. Yeah. The parade and all that stuff. I missed it. So this one definitely hits home a little better. I was here at the crib with the fam, and we're happy you were here, Private. We really are. Thank you. You I, know, I appreciate it. <laughs> Why is he like this? <laughs> Why do we agree to this? Oh my this god. Hey, what's up, man? It's your boy, Nick Vice. How you doing? Johnny Sue on the mic. Thank you for tuning in. And girl, that's Rocco. Happy to have y'all back in for kind of our third episode, but really a special one here, man. We it's had to get back in. Yeah, 2.5. A little, 2. little, 5. little short and sweet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Get in and get out. We, hey, had, sh- we had to get back in here, though, man. This is a, such a big day. So I'm going to recap just real quick. Like, it's completely off subject, and we'll get right back on. I'll recap some of the prop bets that we threw out last week. Well, we was betting. He was really uh, happy about this. Yeah, so we was looking at, you know, the stats, and, and one of the, the lines Rocco hit us with was over 650 uh, yards passing for the game. Uh, they fell short. Mm-hmm. Uh, and who, total. Uh, uh, who called that one? You called it. Okay, thank you. you. Called the Johnny Sue who? You called the under on that. Uh, the rushing leader for the game. Uh, neither one of us called yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. It was on nope. Dame came out and showed his ass. Hey, yes, he my did. Boy. I don't know game he, Dame was Did he there. have the lead until that last uh, kind of uh, icing did. touchdown? He had the lead before he that, did. too? He what a man. He was rusher. All. It, it, that was just like icing on the guy. It was just like, hey, I told you I'm cold. Like, house take went, that. House went crazy. Yeah, I mean, whole neighborhood went crazy. Every Carl house in Kansas was, City went crazy. Car alarms <laughs> was going off, fireworks. They lit up the radar for the weather people. Like, yeah. We was going up. Believe the hype. Anytime you get you know, registered by the National Weather Service. Something Man. just happened. So yeah, yeah, the city was booming, literally. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was crazy. Oh, yeah. And then the other one, uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, who was going to be the leading receiver? You said Tyreek Hill or no. Nah. I said Tyreek. You said Travis. I said Travis. Yeah. And that's all right that he didn't because he had that big touchdown catch. Like he, oh. had some, he had some catches that were big, but then that that touchdown that got us within three, yeah. you could tell. And that was a dart for what it's worth. Yeah. And oh my all God. hands. Nothing but hands from Travis Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. I lied. I did not say Tyreek. I said Kendrick Bourne. You did. You, you were just, on, just on some stupid board. stuff. You know what? He's going to be a dang nerd. So, you saw some mismatch. So we'll, we'll talk about the, the mismatch, but I don't know if you saw, but every single time they ran that play, uh, Rashad Fenton ended up on coverage on an inside uh, inside crossing route. 
got beat. <laughs> Every time. And I took, like, if it was me, Should I'm a mad you to death. I'm going to run that joint over and over and over until you either move him or you he show he can defend it because he all night long just taking L's out there. Well, but nonetheless, so the got Kyle, that dub. The Kyle Shanahan specialty. Three for three on predictions of the Chiefs win. And let's not let's, right here on Shut Up and Talk, Casey. But what about, how, how what about no? Shh, 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 shh. Oh, I'm sorry. The championship. Like, we all picked the Chiefs to win. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, we all, right, yeah. No, but what? Let's go. What about the over under on the score? Who called that one? Oh, you. Thank okay, you. thank you. I no, don't remember yeah, this. Y'all were, we were talking about a shootout. Yeah. We won by 10 or 11. Barely. I mean, we did our part hell. Like, yeah, the, the no, line I'm was saying, 60. Everybody and their mom was talking about it was going to be a fire show. Like, everybody going to score. Everybody going to do this. No, it was a, the first half was a defensive show. I'll tell you this. I was oversold on Jimmy Garoppolo. I was, I, yeah, I, I, was, I was overconfident in him. Yeah, he definitely came out. And, I mean, the play action worked really well. We knew he could do that, but yeah. we didn't think that he would do it that well, I don't think. I didn't think he would do it that I well. I don't care. Trent Dilfer could do that. Well, yeah, guess what? Story, Trent Dilfer, he won a Super Bowl, too. I, so my well, point, Jimmy G lost one. So. My, you know, he my, might go win one a few years. My from point now. of emphasis with Shanahan wasn't so much the play calling selection; it was the unwillingness to go back to what was working. He was killing us with that bootleg, right. yeah. that fullback bootleg, that tight end bootleg where he was blocking down the line like it's a stretch play and breaks off back of the middle. Nobody. Uzcheck had a game. Like for real, Uzcheck was game. killing us in the yeah. first half. He absolutely did. That first with Debo. Debo Samuel was eating. I mean, it, it, there was, we had no answer for that man. That one of his first reverses that he had, mm-hmm. where he, I mean, it was like a 20, 20 yard, yard chunk play or something yeah. like that. You could hear it as soon as he caught the pitch because everyone's so mic'd up. You could hear somebody on the sideline being like, go, 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 go. Because they like, just oh, saw hell. it being open, <laughs> yeah. man. And what was funny is, uh, according to NFL.com, so uh, Juice Check was the first Harvard player or the first uh, Ivy League player to ever score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. And Debo Samuel was the wide receiver who had the most rushing yards with 53 yards ever mm. by a wide receiver in a Super Bowl game, breaking Percy Harvin's record from a few years back. So mm. we'll have more stats coming up here from NFL.com, Rock, some Rocko interesting stuff. Have but more like stats coming from NFL.com. Rocko, <laughs> Rocko that on sleep. Yeah. I didn't have nothing for you. For that. <laughs> <laughs> also, for what it's worth, didn't Juszczyk get two of them things? Didn't yeah. he score twice? Yeah. Oh, no, one of them. He one of them. On the one, uh, oh, one yard on the other one he dove Almost had Yeah, two. he almost yeah. had two. That's right. He would have been MVP uh, consideration if they would have ended up winning that game. You'd had a fullback. On the losing team, be MVP in the Super Bowl, and somehow Jimmy G would have gotten it too. Can we talk about that real quick? What the, the MVP? I'd love to. Okay, so hot pa- take. Patty, <laughs> here we Patty, go. Patty, Patty, Patty <laughs> deserved to win it, right? No, but not as much no. as Damian Williams. Stop it. Of big course. game. Big game, game game. Yeah, he played well. Yeah, of course. But like everybody and their mother knows that comeback does not happen. Without, yeah, without yeah, one no. five back there. And Damien could do all he did. He played incredibly well. That's yeah. my guy. From, yeah. from but see, I mean, people were saying that it could have been um, it could have been Chris Jones who got it. It could have been Patrick, of course. It could have been Tyreek. You had a, an outside argument for Sammy. Maybe not over Tyreek, but optically speaking, we talked about that last Play, week. You playoff, know, like Playoff Sammy worth every dollar. Hey, for every real. dang <laughs> one. That was, we had that conversation all year amongst ourselves, like yeah. not on this podcast. Everyone. But like, you know, that's been a, a big conversation over since we got him. And, you know, as pretty as productive or not productive as he was all season, playoff Sammy worth came every damn dollar. every damn dollar. I'll Same thing, similar to that Quato signing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, very get, much. Get so. him yeah. in and get him out, but like, thanks for getting the job done. Very but when so. Sammy's actually healthy, he has been, you know, borderline efficient over his time. It's just the biggest part of Sammy is that you couldn't keep him on the field. Yeah. When you get this guy healthy, you get the tools around him. Hell, hey boy, I felt he, like man. he was healthy all this year. Hey boy, like, he, he, he felt like it, didn't it? Yeah. That was the argument the first two years though. He no, was having not at all. Yes, he was. He was not having. He was injured for a while there. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no health. As of this year, though, I mean, he he came around too. I was very proud of him for that. I mean, and, and he showed up, right? Like he hit Richard Sherman with a move. He said he Man, was watching tape on Devontae Adams. Hit him with the Adams. Adams. <laughs> <laughs> He said Devontae Adams a freaking dime of a throw from Patrick. Oh, Holmes. a ball. Only place it could be, and that's where. He said he was per he's, usual. 
like we said, we tried. Like I said, we tried to tell you, believe the hype. We tried to tell all these Niners fans thought our defense was bad, and you know, Mahomes was getting ripped because for what it's worth, he did not play well no. the first three quarters. No. Like he played particularly bad. We saved the worst three quarters of his career for the Super Bowl, which was tough to see. But and then gave you the best one. He's yeah, had. oh Call yeah, like right. literally was Call like, all right, give me six minutes, I'll fix all this. But you know, it's exciting though, and maybe you're seeing how this team as a whole, including Patrick, of course, is moving forward. The same thing happened in the AFC Championship game last year. Yeah. You saw Patrick start off slow. You saw him kind of not. It, it, I didn't think he wilted under pressure at all. It just felt like he really had to get himself adjusted. He ran out of time. Yeah, and then, and then, and then eventually game. he ran out of time. Once yeah. he got himself adjusted, he was able to. Yeah. He, then you go to the Super Bowl. Same thing happened. Just right. he, he wasn't comfortable at first. He had to get there eventually. Mm-hmm. I think that it, I think that has been kind of the 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 DNA of this team though is to put kind of pressure on themselves and. and and really have to like really fill their backs up against the wall. Kind of like, I don't know, to get too nerdy, but like, you know, Super Saiyans, like, every time they almost die, oh. they get a little bit stronger. Mm-hmm. Like, count how many times this year we thought the Chiefs were done. Level you know 900. Like, in a game. Like, you're just thinking, like, as like, like not the, the 2020 Chiefs fan from this point forward until Patrick LeVon Mahomes II retires, mm-hmm. like, until that man leaves, I am never going to be. Like, no question. Out of a game until never, like never until, until it's until over. It's over right? Yeah, but prior to this, it was always that that voice in the back of my head, like, "Hey, man, like teams, Chiefs teams don't come back." Right, like we yeah. don't have it. We don't have it won until the clock is zero. Yeah, like, we're never comfortable. And I mean, they they played really incredibly well. They, they played that way. It was all three playoff games. All three this, of this, them this season. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's starting to turn into like the Kansas City tradition coming back in the playoffs between yeah. you know the Royals, what they did over the last two, you no, know, in those two years, uh, fourteen yeah. and fifteen, and then the Chiefs this year. I mean, it really is. Uh, it's it's funny how history heart. repeats That's itself. That's what though. it is. Good yeah. Lord. We was I was I was pumped up for oh, sure. Like, I was ugh. sweating. My 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 poor little Apple Watch just ping yeah. ping ping ping. My ping, ping, was ping. going nuts. Yeah. It's at stand up. Breathe. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Relaxation shut up. Relaxation sessions <laughs> here. Breathing techniques and stuff. <laughs> worth, hey, worth every minute, though. For real, man. Got that dub. 2020 champs, baby. Now, in hindsight, if y'all could, would y'all go back and do it again? Hell yeah. <laughs> Twice. We may not have a choice. Might be the next hey, 10 years, man. We're going to be back. Y- y'all are going to hate us if you're not a Chiefs fan. Y'all hey. are going to hate us for years so and the- years and years and years and years. You're going to hate the Chiefs. You're going to hate the fan base. You're going to hate the coaches, the referees who call the Chiefs games. The entire spectrum because you're going to be losing. I'm good. 14 and 2. <laughs> 14 and 2. Man. We're going to. I'm looking at the schedule head. next year for real. That's exactly what I counted out. 14 and 2. Bring that ass here. 14 of y'all. For real. All of y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad part is like the divisions we play next year are not powerhouse divisions. Like I'm looking forward to a few matchups. We got the Saints. We got the we got the the Patriots again. At home. If I'm not mistaken. We got the Texans again. Like you know, I, I want to see these teams. I want to see the best of the best. I don't want to. I, I don't. You know, condone in boxing. What do they call that? The non-fighting champion who fights. You know, every once in a while, it got to be the sure. right guy. I did not like that idea when Mayweather was dodging Pacquiao for all those years. Like, hey, bro, come out here and fight. Like, as, I like, agree. Where I'm from, like, if that's if if we about to fight, come out here and fight. Like, we ain't gonna do all this jaw jagging and playing around. Like, come on. And and and, and this Chiefs team right here, like Frank Clark. Is that uh, guy? Like yeah. he, he is all about that. You can say everything you want at the beginning of the game. Uncle Rich, great game. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uncle Rich Sherman, great game. Tyreek took your ankles. I think he might give them back yeah. next year. Tyreek took I'm them. Sammy Maybe. Left him. Sammy left him. Pulled a hammy. I'm and certain for, of it. And for what it is worth, Clark didn't play particularly well the first three quarters until either. what? I mean, there were a couple like edge plays where he, you know, he made him cut inside. He did his job, like washed him inside, but he wasn't that, that, close that's to the play. That's your job to contain, bro. Yeah, but you gotta do your that's job. True. It was it was a slow start, but for him to make the, I mean, that fourth down sack, like, of course it was Frank Clark. Yeah. He, made, he made up for it. Made of up course. for it. Made up for it. And when, course, it, when, when I saw him go down, I looked and I was like, of course. 
Of course it was Frank. Course, it was so Frank throughout Frank. this game, I thought that there was a lot of instances where just I'm a baseball person by nature, right? So I was kind of looking for the law of averages. I don't know nothing you, about baseball. I don't know nothing, not dang thing, right? But with that being said, Patrick, 11 inter- or touchdowns to zero interceptions through the playoffs. You knew he was going to get something at some point. Hey. In fact, you knew that sometime he would, might even have a bad game because quarterbacks generally don't have three yeah. he, incredible games back to back to back and comebacks. But, but performances. He, he hadn't had a exactly. bad game his he whole did. career. No, much. he really, I mean, like, generally. Really hurt or something like that. And we never had a bad time. game. He's <laughs> never had a bad game. I mean, literally. Yeah. And so the law of averages might not work for him, but you have to look at that like he just might not be Patrick Mahomes going up against arguably the best defense he's ever seen in his life. Um, you look at Frank Clark, too. He The entire game, he was quiet, yeah. right? So the law of averages says this guy is a damn dog. So, I mean, so the law of averages really comes down. He's going to get back in there. Really he will out there at some point. The law of averages in the NFL, I think, really comes down to coaches and coaches being able to make adjustments. When I went back and watched the game, what I saw in the first half and the second half as far as adjustments go, like, lived and died on two different downs. It was first down and it was third down, right? And then, ironically enough, at the, you know, the, the tighter, you know, that, that squeeze was on, on the Chiefs, the more we went for it on fourth down. And there were just some times throughout the year where, I could see Andy and Pat look at each other and go, oh, yeah, we're going for this. Yeah. And, like, Andy, this game, kind of the same thing. Like, one of those calls I feel like Pat talked him into because Andy looking at the play sheet, looking at Pat, looking at the play sheet, rolls his eyes, tilts his head back, and he's like, all right, man, go. You know, like, go, 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 go get it, man. Andy Reid was said, they, they said on ESPN after, like, today, I think I heard it, he said going into the game that they were going to go for it on fourth down. Fourth, like any fourth and short, he was like, and they asked why. He said, because there's no tomorrow. And you're like, well, no no shit, Andy. <laughs> Good job. That's what I'm talking about. It's about time. That little temptation spin move that'll look like 1950s oh, pistol football. I got such shine. Hike. Go. <laughs> it was so good. Hey, so he pulled that play. It's funny Hike that you say, it's funny you say 1950s. I saw that play on Bleacher Report. And when it happened, I spoke last week about the fact that every coach has a playbook that is full of stuff that we don't practice and practice all that often. And you won't see in game film once but every blue moon. You'll see it in the Super Bowl. You, you'll see it in the Super Bowl, it, right? right? I said, Andy going to go in his back. And when them boys lined up in that offset wing, and then they motioned. That shift, yeah. And Pat was behind the guard, and now Damian is behind the other guard. Nobody's really lined up behind the center. The offensive line you saw, up and, and went back down. Like it, it, You could see the confusion in San Francisco. You saw all of those linebackers and, and say, all oh, oh. What the hell was that? Like every right. every single one of those guys over there looked away. Oh, what do we do now? Yeah, and like Pat, for real. And Pat gave that fake pitch. Yeah, and like that was, that's, what did. Did. that's what did it. Yep. Pat, dude, for everything we were talking about, Jimmy G being really good on the play action in the boot, and dang it, he was. Yeah. Pat is just uh, Pat might be just as good as him, as good as Lamar, as good as Deshaun when it comes to these off the ball things. You see what happens uh, on the touchdown run in the AFC Championship game. It's just the little things where you, the, he doesn't actually move the ball, but the head fakes, the the intelligence that comes with them, though. You saw it again on the touchdown. Run. Pack can sell water in the, to in a the, fish, in the Super bro. Bowl. He can. He can sell water to He's a fish. He's a marketing major for a reason. My man knew what he was doing in college. He's selling all man. of that. He's selling all these play actions, all these fakes. And that run should not, I, I honestly think, in any other scenario, that run doesn't go for more than two yards. Right? So that's all we need. Like if, if you line so up in that those... and you run it straight ahead, just like they did in 1958 in the Rose Bowl and whatever the hell crazy game film Andy was watching. It was Eric Benjamin. I want to know how he. Yards. Why did? Where did he find that from? Uh, 1948. That's just the, the character of this game, man. Bro. Get this man like, a head coaching job somewhere. The only film of this is black and white and grainy as all hell. Like, and slow motion, pretty much, and fast motion. And so there's no <laughs> like they come out and they line up in the set that the Chiefs ended up motioning into, and they run the play from there, and it's on the one yard line, and they get it right, like. 
But that's what it's designed. It's designed to get you one and yeah. a half yards. That's what they call it. And you like plays that they can't stop because right? they, they they haven't seen it. So Randy, I mean? so Andy takes that play in the kitchen, adds a little pepper to it, a little salt, turns the oven up a little bit. All of a sudden, these dudes are doing just like you said, temptation spin moves to the right. The whole old line stands up and blocks the spin. So from what you just saw them set in, you come back and look, and they are everybody's two feet over that way. Yep. Demarcus Robinson was in a three-point stance on the end of the line. You know what I'm saying? They were like, like, "What the hell?" Exactly, bro. And that's what that made that play go for five. You know what I'm saying? When it should have went for one and a half, it went for five, and that's that playbook that I'm talking about. Honestly, and like I didn't see much play action from the Chiefs this game because like it it does work as well. It works better, obviously, when the run game's clicking like it was, like Dame was doing his thing. Mm. But like you know, more often than not, like the Chiefs are just gonna drop back, and like they're. they're, I guess. Well, I mean, play action's at its best whenever the running game is a serious threat. And quite frankly, there's never when San Francisco does exactly with Patrick. The running game is never as big as a threat as what he can do ever. So I mean, that's just he'll have. Keep that in mind, but he right? does absolutely. I mean, it can yeah. if you know how to use it, and you're coaching as good as it is. And on that note, a lot of people were happy with the way, uh, happy to see, excuse me, Andy Reid come out on top. Uh, there are a handful of oh, different, yeah. like a whole, whole bunch of tributes and stuff like that. The Philadelphia Eagles tweeted times yours, Andy, Time's with a yours. picture. Congratulations to him. Uh, LeBron James, happy as hell for the big guy, Andy Reid. Congrats, coach. Hold, hold on, pause on that. What, what's LeBron's full name? What? LeBron you, Raymond James Sr. <laughs> okay. You've said that before several times watching yeah. basketball games. Greatest game, basketball so. player of all time. Yes. Okay, just want to make that clear. Do you think that Andy like knows him by like LR, yeah. like LeBron Ramon? How do you say it? I doubt um, LeBron has Andy's number, but like that's the that's what to what Nick was saying. Like or what you were what you were saying, Rocco, I'm sorry. It's it's you know, that's the kind of respect that Andy Everybody, carries yeah. across yeah. all of sports. Mike Trout. World. Mike Trout, well deserved. Congrats, Coach Reed. Like Mike big, Trout, where does that come from? I know he's, he's from he's from up north, but like, come on, that's a little random. No, it's not. He's a big Eagles fan. Yeah, he remembers Andy. I mean, okay, I guess that's fair. that's fair. Okay, but he hit him with the. Aaron Boone. I'm sorry, that was petty. So I don't even want to. You know, Donovan McNabb. So happy for my guy. Did y'all see? Donovan McNabb say something? Yeah, no. Was he like a wide receiver or something? I think. Did y'all see any of those players like from the NFL 100 that they brought out on the field for the old Philadelphia Eagles? Like, I remember thinking, like, dang, Brian Dawkins ain't out there. Like, there are a couple of Eagles players out there. I mean, when you said McNabb, I immediately thought of the NFL 100. Like, yeah. y'all missed a, a couple real dope guys on this oh, NFL that, 100 that, list. That's a, but that's a, that was a strong list. Speaking uh, of uh, NFL 100, Robert Griffin III, Andy Reid deserved this Super Bowl. Um, Did you thanks. say well, NFL 100? <laughs> <Thanks, laughs> <man. I appreciate laughs> Actually, though, Tony, Tony Gonzalez, the Chiefs are Super Bowl champs. Let's no, go. Stop, I, mean, yeah, I knew you liked that one. You mean the Falcons Hall of Famer? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never heard of that man. Hey, hey, Had hey, to slide hey, on hey. back in there. Yeah, I heard of him. Man. That's, that's rock on. All this hate. Anyways. Next. What I'm saying, though, everybody loved to see Andy Reid do it. For I mean, sure. it was was that was that like one of the biggest storylines to you? Obviously, it was one of the biggest storylines, but for y'all personally, did it feel like what was the biggest besides for the city? Because that's obvious. I mean, no offense to any mm-hmm. of the players, Pat or nobody else. This is for the city, man. Right. We uh, didn't do we didn't do nothing yeah, on the field, but this is for you know us. I mean? Yeah, first, first one's free, free right? Yeah. But outside of that, was this about Mahomes or is this about Reid? Of course, it's about Andy Reid. I mean, I it, think it, so too, man. It almost felt equally as good as it right. did to win for the city than to, to get one for Big Red because like Ooh. he came. We've talked about that before, man. Like Andy Reid came to this city when we needed him most. Like there was some turnover with the head coaches. You know, we didn't have 
the quarterback and like you know that's where Alex Smith comes in that conversation as well because like he came when we needed him as well just some consistency man a winning culture you know someone who knows how to lead an organization someone whose word can carry weight and like Andy Reid came in and you know he, he just changed the culture dude like we got so much better and Mitch Holtz called it the day they signed him I remember he said like this is the day where the Chiefs turn into one of the uh, you know a winning organization and like that's a good look, look here we are you know 2020 Super Bowl champions I go Lego, I do think that that it was also a lot of Andy Reid, but Andy Reid said something. Um, we, we spoke about it for that Peter King interview. He's like, you know, they needed me and I needed them. You know, it wasn't like when he left Philly. Ugh, things were chills. man, because they were ran good, him out of town, boy. Yeah, they were man. over him. But and you and, hate and, to see it. And a young Andy, a young, you know, yeah. a young coach making mistakes. And but there were teams lined up, right, to try to get, get Andy Reid in there. He had other interviews ready to go. Man. Kansas City knew we got to get this done now, right. and they did. Sure. They signed him. Called him like that day, like in the yeah. end, like it was not. And I'm pretty sure they signed him within like 24 hours, man. Like they was did not take long. They went to the airport. They met at the the airport in Philadelphia and had a nine-hour meeting. Um, when they first sat down for the meeting, there were four hours. So Andy's flight was supposed to leave to take him to go see Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. And he never got on that plane. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you ain't leaving, G. Like, Clark knew who he, he, knew, he knew who his guy was going to be. Yeah. And, and, and I, like you said, like, you know, for the city, for sure. Um, Andy, absolutely. Um, but this was for, you know, the Chiefs as an organization, as a history, as a whole. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There were a lot of great players that played in this town and played for this team. Between 1969 and now, man, you know man, that that I would I would absolutely say like and and to an extent like man I feel like Alex deserves an honorary ring I know he's Agreed. on the Redskins absolutely. roster right 100%. now but if they send Alex Smith a ring like I if they have to they should make a fake one they should legitimately like not like give like, him a real damn ring but if there if there's some NFL rules about it or something like that a I don't rule. know. I, I don't know. Hey, Print me off one more ring. <laughs> Print me off one more ring. Let's go. I don't know. The NCAA just has me a little skittish. We'll talk about that the probably NCAA on Thursday. Got we'll shit. talk about that on Thursday. But the Super Bowl is crazy, NCAA. yo. Hey, hey. I'm just saying. I mean, the way they're striking out, tampering. Speaking of which, Matthew Johnson has something to say about. Um, I lost it. Never mind. Anyways, he did ask me. <laughs> Nobody listens. He was tweeting about Andy Reid, too, though. So but, I want to talk to y'all about third down, right? So that was the biggest difference between first tough. half and, and fourth quarter. First, Three quarters. quarters and fourth quarter, yep. right? Um, going into the fourth, I think I saw a stat about halfway through the third. The Chiefs were one for six in third down efficiency. After right? being the best team in football all season on third down. And that was Third and 14, third and four, it didn't matter. Third down, they converted, and they spent three quarters not converting. On completely uncharacteristic of them as a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like being able to find that guy. They look and, shook. And, 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 and doing something effective on the second most important down, which is first down. Because there were a lot of plays I think we left – some yards on the field, right? There were a couple different instances where on first down, we ran with a questionable play call, kind of a risky play call, play mm-hmm. calls that... Get, and getting cute. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but that's what that bag is. That's what that playbook is yeah, for. Yeah, but it wasn't working. Right. And it wasn't <laughs> working in the first half at that's all. That's when it's getting cute. In the second, in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter, you started to see Pat begin to move the ball a little bit, and he had two of those drives in with interceptions. But we were moving the ball. It mm-hmm. wasn't like, you know, he's dropping back and first throw of the drive, he's throwing a 60-yard pick because he's trying to hit Tyreek and forcing it. He, you know, throw a pick. All right, well, hell. Keep slinging. We come back, right. and all of a sudden, we end the game 5 for 14 on on fourth down, on third downs. That was very indicative of the success that we were having on first downs, which was not coming from these short crossing routes, these, these slant routes, these, these in and out routes. He's trying to do and create this space downfield, yeah. and they ain't got time to block for this. I was going to say, you know like, like, that, that defense was getting after them. Yeah. Yeah. Real deal, Holyfield. That 49ers four, front four played incredibly well. Well, three of them did. I didn't hear D4 name not once. It was that <laughs> one time he lined up off sides with one minute left, <laughs> and I died laughing. Well, they didn't oh, call it, though. It's okay. No, of course not. Right, that's hilarious. But every single time that, uh, that anybody 
lined up offsides on the 49ers. You know what? Everybody probably in everybody's house and can't D4. say, oh, there was goes D4. D4. <laughs> was it D4? My dad was like, yo, was that D4? I'm like, nah. I'm pretty sure that hey, was D4. It was funny because Frank was offsides on the very first defensive snap of the game. What a right. Well, okay, so it turns, out he, it turns out he actually wasn't, right? But they said it was. They said, oh, yeah, no, it was, was Tano. Dying. It was Tano. Yeah, yeah, it was passing the They called 5-5. Five, five. Yeah, yeah, when they said yeah. that, I fell out. I know. I was like, oh, my God, for real. He was talking all wet all week about that. All week. Frank backed up. Like, as much as you didn't hear his name called, Frank did a great job. Showing like up. you saw doing his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Every, all these, all these players. Pressure. Yeah, right. great, great pressure. Hurrying great plays. havoc. Uh, one of the things that the, the Chiefs and the Niners were both doing was when we were running play action and we were doing things out of the backfield, those backs were smacking those ends. Yes. Joey Bosa got beat up yesterday. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I saw Damian Williams, and this is why I think Dame deserved chipping MVP the hell because out of that, it was, man. he wasn't chipping them, bro. <laughs> he wasn't chipping them. He was bringing the lumber every time. He came at him like, ah, oh, <laughs> Nah, gee, this this I don't care how big you think you this are. This the bowl, baby. Yeah, baby. This for we all the shoulders. And he came and he caught him one time in the rib. And Joey Bosa came off the field, and I was like, he felt that one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that he did. It. He, 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 he gonna slow up to every knees. time Dame come around that corner. Now, I mean, he hey, really, he really about buckled him on that one. And to be in full disclosure, like they were never one on ones. Like they oh, no, were, it was not. They, yeah, no, yeah. always <laughs> chipping for what it's worth. But like he was throwing him, and like yeah. he, that's what you have to do with someone like Joey Bosa, a play, player of that caliber. Like yeah. he, he's gonna he's gonna eat. He's gonna get his him to Forrest Buckner. Like they all played really well. But like this is just that Chiefs team, man. Like they were mm-hmm. able to get it done when it mattered. Mm-hmm. And just you know, and those it, are like feels so damn good. Those chip shots, and, and and when you do them the right way, when you come out of the backfield with the right, you know, the wrong intentions, right. I guess I should you say. You got the size advantage. You get yeah. down low. You can and you can, yeah. you can, you can lay ribs. a couple elbows in somebody's floating rib. Boy, look. Those are like body blows and block right. and boxing and MMA and like that's my thing. Like y'all talk baseball, I talk combat sports. I wrestle. You know what I'm saying? John and I were on the same wrestling team. Uh, I follow MMA super heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like that's one of my things right there. Mm-hmm. And I love boxing. Watch boxing growing up. And one of the things people always want is that flashy knockout. And that's what I think we were waiting on with the Chiefs. And we mm-hmm. finally got it with the 44 yard bomb and then the throw to Sammy. You know what I'm saying? Like we got some some deeper plays down the field. But what the Chiefs did that got them back in the game was body blows. It was seven yard plays. It was six yard plays. It was chipping on the edges. It was knocking these guys off the ball is successfully running play action is successfully running stretch plays to where your linebackers are tired of getting leaned on by my tackles mm-hmm. Mitchell Schwartz ain't a little guy you know what I'm saying? And then he come put all his weight on you over and over and over. I don't care who you it's are, bro. You're tired. It's a long game. You know? Very physically demanding and grueling, especially when emotions are, are so high in such a high-stakes game like that. Like, and them boys were drained after Man. That, you know? Oh, yeah. you gave it your all. And it was crazy. Mitchell Schwartz as well. He had one of the best postseasons of any lineman we've seen. He allowed <laughs> one, one hurry. One hurry the entire postseason. Dude deserves one. <laughs> <laughs> one? That's, that's why I saw it. All three dude deserves. Dude deserves two rings. Dang, Get out hog, of here. Hey. I'm Spe- telling you, pancakes. So like, speaking, this is what we do. I saw his of- pro, football, pro football focus grade. It was like 92.8, and they said it's the highest postseason grade ever given by any offensive lineman in the postseason. And it was the highest one of the entire playoffs for any player. They said ever, like period, but, but like offensive as, linemen. Right. Like that was like, but that's as far the as, standard. As Mitchell, far as any position goes, though, this year, in this playoff, he was still number one. So, yeah, I mean, he's insane. that's insane. Absolutely. It's incredible. You and see like, the pass rushers he's got up against make, these playoffs? Making a, exactly, exactly. And make, like, making a strong argument for like a first ballot Hall of Fame career for playing this well. And like not getting not getting Pro Bowls, but who cares, man? Pro, pro Football Focus is showing you being the best right tackle in football and you've been doing it for years and now you just got yourself a ring. Hey, Pat's absolutely. health is showing you being the best right tackle that, That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Having Patrick Mahomes makes you look a lot better too honestly. as a lineman. And so one of the things they were doing with the offensive linemen again in the first half to the second half is in the first half we were doing a lot of design 
move the pocket type plays. Mm-hmm. We were trying to get Pat Mahomes on the edge to where he has an angle or a lane to throw in, yeah. and not so much um, a contain. I would say I don't know what you would call it, uh, but it was definitely a, a, a route, a design to kind of keep Pat in the pocket. Like the linemen weren't on uh, the defensive linemen. I guess I should say for the 49ers weren't coming upfield immediately, right? Mm-hmm. Like they weren't getting the snap and firing off the ball. They were all getting the snap, looking up, and whichever side he rolled to, that end would make sure to go over contained. Sure, and yeah. in the second half, what we started doing was we started running the ball on first down. And instead of you like having that second, like nah, now you're double team. Now I'm at the second level, four yards. Yeah, Dame's gonna get three, four, five a pop, and like then creates a much easier, a much more manageable second down, and then hopefully, and then you're getting into less of those third down situations where just got to get the job and get down the field. Well, mm-hmm. and it was like it felt to me like one of the games that where they did it the best, where they were able to use the run to open up the passing. Usually, the passing was able because of Mahomes' pure greatness right they were able to open up the running game that way mm-hmm. but this is the first time where it felt like the run really brought back patrick into the game mm-hmm. that's encouraging to see there Man, were a lot especially of re- in the super bowl the biggest the biggest stage of them all there Man. were a lot of really interesting things that happened in the super bowl nfl.com found a few anomalies here so patrick mahomes at 24 years 138 days is the youngest player to be named nfl mvp and win a super bowl in their career youngest quarterback to be named super bowl mvp since tom brady at 24 years, 164 days, 84 days, excuse me. So down goes Brady. You can kiss that. The Chiefs are the first team to win a Super Bowl after trailing by at least 10 points in every game. (laughs) (laughs) And slow down, G. Goodness gracious. I'm sorry. You're saying a lot of words for people to try to keep up with. Man, my dad will be pissed when he hear this. He already listened to 1.25. You're going to throw him all the way off with them words. He doesn't really. That's hilarious. The you gotta Chiefs? get through them, G. These are an hour and a half long. Man, yeah. oh man. Well, this will not be an hour and a half long, as you see, probably at the bottom right of the screen right now. The Chiefs are the first team to win a Super Bowl after trailing by at least ten points in every game in a single postseason. Incredible. It Insane. really says a lot Absolutely about the Chiefs' resolve. Incredible. Yep, you could thank Tyron for that as well on the defensive side. We'll talk about that a little bit more here soon. Okay. Damian Williams scored two scrimmage touchdowns, one rushing, one receiving, in the Chiefs' win. He has 11 total scrimmage touchdowns in his playoff career, tied with Hall of Famer Terrell Davis for the most all-time in a player's first six playoff games. And he is a value for the Chiefs. He is a bargain. This is Salvador Perez's contract. Don't let that man go anywhere. Keep him in the backfield. Have y'all read his story? Like, seeing where he's from and, and how he got here? I, I haven't read much about he him. I kicked. know he's undrafted. I know it's, he's got one of them grinder stories. Him and Raheem Mostert were similar in that aspect. Yeah, he That's why they kicked. swapped jerseys after the game. Yeah. That's love. You know, yeah. Two undrafted rookies made it to the bowl and, and balled out so know, I, on the way there. So. I remember Damon Williams very vividly because he was a back at Oklahoma that I did not like. Like I'm a Texas fan, so sure. you know there, there, there's that bad blood mm-hmm. there. But like I always watch guys in the Big 12, guys around the league, just to kind of see like – Who's the next stud coming into the NFL that nobody knows about? Like, one of the guys right now I got on my radar is C.D. Lamb from Oklahoma. CD, Damon, for, CD, CD for the TD? CD for the TD. CD! Do for y'all, the TD! Do y'all want to do, like, a two-round mock at some point this offseason? Right, yes, Let's absolutely. Do, okay. okay, so y'all can be tapped into that here yeah, coming up sure. here within a, probably within a month or – nah, about two months. We got uh, some stuff to do. But well, Dame was one of those guys at Oklahoma that I was looking at, and I was like, man, like, if a team gets him, that's gonna be it. Like he's gonna be a good guy yeah. for them. And we, see, got, we, got, we got him from Miami, didn't we? Like he yeah. was in Miami and didn't really get a chance. I mean, they had Jay. He got hurt. Couldn't get and back. Yeah, and like yeah. you know, it was one of those. One, was that was that Brett Veach? Yeah. yeah, was that Brett? Yeah. Shout yeah. out Brett Veach, dude. To be y'all Brett- all this man an apology because we were on his head <laughs> with all these moves that all looked questionable, <laughs> and here we are. Brett Veach essentially won. A, Brett Veach won a Super Bowl. Feeling himself, he better I mean, be. Right. Let your nuts hang. Brett. I mean, he's he's the equivalent of Dayton Moore. That, I mean, I don't know what to say. That's crazy. Will, now, speaking of Williams and Mostert, 
Their uh, Williams six scrimmage touchdowns and Raheem Mostert's five scrimmage touchdowns this postseason are the first and second most scrimmage touchdowns by an undrafted player in a single postseason in the Super Bowl era. Well, Raheem got four of those in one game. Yeah. So. Against, uh, uh, you ain't lying a, either. Against a Packers team that had nothing for him. Nothing. Goodness gracious. And allowed him to have 220 like, yards on the ground. Get looked, out of here. Looked like Bob Sutton was calling that game. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. They couldn't do nothing. We didn't have eyes on Sutton. He might have been somewhere on the sidelines. <laughs> Man. Mahomes threw his... Uh, cool. Now, so check this one out. You ready? Mahomes threw his first and second playoff interceptions in the Chiefs' win. His 11 passing touchdowns without an interception are the most to start a playoff career in the Super Bowl era. And that's what I'm talking about when it comes down to the whole law of averages, man. Eventually, the other shoe will drop somewhere. And you hate to say it, but like ultimately, like, like yeah, these things are going to happen, right? So with that being said as well, Pat Mahomes is still had one of the best like postseasons Absolutely. of all times as a quarterback. Yeah, yeah. it was just, it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, so his one-yard run into the end zone in the first quarter was the first rushing touchdown by a quarterback in the Super Bowl since Colin Kaepernick scored on a run for the 49ers in Super Bowl 47. Staying with Cap. Yep. The uh, Chiefs won the first Super Bowl since the 1969 season. Their Super Bowl 54 win snaps a 50-season drought without a Super Bowl win. Among teams who have won at least one Super Bowl, that is the uh, second longest such drought, uh, droughts in the NFL. Yeah, it's behind what, like Cleveland? I think it's. The, I want to say it's the Jets because they won in Super Bowl three. Oh yeah, because Cleveland's never got one, so that's true. Yeah, the Jets. Who else would that be? The Lions probably, right? The Lions. I mean, they might have won in like the twenties. <laughs> oh no, they had them. The Lions were cold way back in the day. They were, way way. They were like one of the premier leagues teams in the league, but that was also when so I, milk cost twenty five cents a gallon. And <laughs> so I, so I got I got some I got some other stats for you real quick. So I, I wanted to look at a few different numbers, some things that I think are kind of indicative of, of what happened in the game. Pat Mahomes threw the ball forty-two times. Mm-hmm. I'm just that's, that's that's my stat right there. Oh. Forty-two passes. That's a lot. That's a lot. We should be living there. That's that's just like having Drew, just like having Drew Brees or Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, one of the best quarterbacks in the league. You are you should be living to thirty-five to forty passes a game. He completed twenty-six of them. All right. So we had outside of Chiefs running backs, there were. 11 other rushing attempts by the Chiefs. By like other uh, other players? Other than running backs. Oh, that's pretty impressive. I like that. Pat, get, get your get the ball in the hands of your playmakers. Pat right. has nine. Trav had one. McCole Harbin had one. Darwin, Darwin Thompson got in the game and I thought we were going to have a moment. Oh, when he, oh. I thought he was going to score? Yeah. Oh, I was about to go crazy. <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of getting D-train. into the game, speaking of getting into the game and uh, people whose uh, train you're on, how would uh, how did LaShawn McCoy do there, Nico? LaShawn McCoy was a healthy scratch. A healthy was scratch. He? Boy, I thought was that, chilling. I thought you thought that he was going to get Which, like MVP or something. Let me Is finish. That? We didn't let me finish. Which was bullshit because LaShawn <laughs> McCoy would have snapped if you were to give it. him the bad guy. should have. Get out of here. So I got some other re- receiving numbers for you. So, mm-hmm. This one jumped out of me. Tyreek Hill had 16 targets. 16? That is a lot. But like, 16. He's it the best like wide receiver it. on your team, so he should be getting a lot of targets. But, like, over the season, there were so many dynamic players. You know, he wasn't getting as many looks. But, like, in the bowl, when it mattered, you go to your playmakers, and that shows with Patrick's targeting Tyreek 16 times. How many catches did he have? Nine? Nine. 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 How many Nine for just, under, one, just over 100. Come on, Ty. Come on, son. Let's go. So out of the – remember I told you all those rushing attempts, Tyreek Hill did not have one. See, that's intriguing. That's pretty intriguing. Yeah. That is. If you're going to tell me that there were nine carries by – or wait, was it nine? Eleven. Eleven, 11, 11 by non-running backs. You would not think Tyreek getting one. I mean, at, at least, least, at at least, least one. <laughs> yeah. 
And it was interesting. Also, they did uh, let Travis Kelsey run out of the Wildcat there. I thought we could see that play a couple more times. I, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. Then, I thought they might let him throw one. Like honest. a crucial third down. No, it was a crucial fourth mm-hmm. down. Third mm-hmm. or fourth? No, I don't think they would not do that on fourth. I think it was third. But like, and that was after. That was after he caught that pass, and then like, I hate. I absolutely hate. Middle of the field, run after the catch, Travis. Yeah. I hate middle of the field, run after the catch, Tyreek, because like I know you want to make business decisions, like you don't want to take massive <laughs> hits. And, like, no, yeah. I, I love that about Tyreek Hill. Like, don't get hurt. Like, you are smaller, yeah, you know, you, you know what to do. Yeah. But like in the Super Bowl, G, like stop trying to cut and get like get the first. You're all you got to do is fall forward. Like that try, was and, infuriating. And, and the, that's when they did that wildcat formation with Travis after he didn't get that, and mm-hmm. then they gave it right back to him. He kept it and got that one yard that we needed. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. Andy's like, you're going to get that a first quick, down. A quick. Yeah. Redemption, you know, you because you know how Travis down. be getting in his head, boy. Like mm-hmm. you would have hated to see that late in the game. That's not what you, you know. He can't catch nothing. Uh, leading tackler for the Kansas City Chiefs, Bashar Breeland. My boy, had a he game. had a game. He should a, not be the leading tackler. I, well, yeah, he shouldn't be, but it, but was. it worked out. <laughs> Hell, they ran thirteen reverses. They, I mean, right, I they, as much as they were getting outside the tackles, but still, that's crazy. A cornerback being the leading tackler—that's attacking right. usually a team's strength, a team's weakness. I mean, Tyron Matthew was number two. He had six. I like that. I'll take. How many? How many did Bashar have? Seven. Okay. Uh, and, and I thought you said, right I, for some him. reason I thought he said more than seven. I'm sitting here thinking, wait, you only had six. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. And Chris Jones only had one tackle. Chris Jones had one tackle. And, and he, three swats. I looked at three swats. It was three? It was three. Oh, three. my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. One man swat team. <laughs> <laughs> For real. I see what you did, and I like that. Frank Clark had one tackle. The win, it mattered. Yeah, it was. It sure did. He's a dog. I'll take it, Frank. Doggish. Thank you. Most pressures on the team. Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Yeah, I was gonna say he was all over him. Like yeah. you, you know that pick, that Bashad pick. That was Chris Jones getting after him, and then uh, Big Mike Pinnell laid, yeah. the, laid the wood on yeah. Jimmy G. I love to see that. Fakaya, like, <laughs> shitty boy. Uh, best stat of the night: Dustin Colquitt had two punts. Keep him off the two, field yep. and, and two decent punts. And he was he on the field three times up. since yeah. he was a captain. That was kind of weird to see, wasn't it? I mean, Dustin with the with the gold captain patch. He mm-hmm. been a captain hey. for five years, five, years five plus. plus years. Well, so. well what's funny to me is that they had their kicker and their punter both being captains. I was trying to not so really see neither one of them. Right? I mean, it was cool. Yeah. Super yeah. Bowl champion here. One for Bucker. one. I just need you to hit those, bro. One for one. Yep. Yeah, lying. He he's man. And he had that super cute video on stage with his son. After <laughs> did you see that? Dude? Yeah, he did. He, 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 yeah, you know what? It was just sign him up for life. Sign him up for life. Was, life. All that content. I was just like, inject this into my veins, please. All right. So quarterback rating for Jimmy Garoppolo. Ooh. I believe you called him porn star Jimmy. I don't think I called him that. That porn sounds star. like something you'd say. Porn star Jimmy's think. porn star Jimmy's quarterback rating for the Super Bowl was sixty nine. Sixty nine. On on brand. Oh, that's so sweet. Very on brand. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, I just got to chill. You get numbers like that. You feel me? Oh. <laughs> I feel like they got my spine. I'm dead. Oh, man. Back to some real some, some real. Ooh, is it hot in here? Yeah, you all right? You good? Yeah, Rocco nice. having a moment. Right. Take your hat off. You look like yeah, you're sweating. He is. I, I actually am. He's thinking Come about on. Jimmy. <laughs> a, hey, uh, so... Running backs, uh, the 49ers running backs combined for 81 total yards rushing. Uh, oh, sorry, well, I, Tevin I, Coleman had a couple big runs. You know, like for I, as much as plays Raheem Mostert was getting, it was 86 total yards rushing by their running backs. I do total. apologize. Okay. Um, Debo Samuel had 58. Boy, young, you love seeing young rookies ball, Man. besides Joey, uh, Nick Bosa, and except yeah. when they're playing the Chiefs, yeah. but yeah, and. Screw him. Yeah, thank you. We do uh, not so endorse. the leading receiver uh, for the 49ers in yards uh, was Kendrick Bourne. Ooh. Ooh. With how many? 42. Shut up. Okay. What two catches, nerd. 42 yards, <laughs> yeah. average 21, long of 26. 
He did. So yeah, he had a couple of big ones. Jimmy yeah. G had some good throws, but when he missed Emmanuel Sanders late, it looked like bad. Alex Smith. It looked like Trent Dilfer in the Super Bowl. <laughs> so that was another one that you hit, like you were talking about his effectiveness. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders had three catches, 38 yards, 12.7 yards per catch. Yep. That's a veteran move. Yeah. You know, you bring a veteran in who's been there before. He's going to show up and give you what he can. You just got to have a quarterback that can get it to him. And, so uh, y'all don't have him. So when we were talking about things LOL. that quarterbacks could get get to people, balls that quarterbacks could get to people. We were talking about Jimmy G's check down game and and the way they ran the play action pass, how they hit fullbacks in the flats, how they hit tight ends in the flats, how they hit running backs out of the backfield. Um, the 49ers running backs had two receptions total for the game between Dang. them all. I would have taken the uh, the over if you set that at like two point five. I'd have taken the over if you right. set that at five. Of course, yeah. Like, oh, that's that's a, that's a little aggressive, especially if you thought that Kendrick Bourne was going to be the leading receiver for the I game. I mean, Kendrick yeah. Bourne was the leading five. receiver in yards over George Kittle, over Emmanuel that's Sanders. Crazy. Overall, I mean, shout out I the Chiefs Matt. for being able to shut down George Kittle. Not that I'm extremely surprised they shut yeah. down Kittle, shut but down like they, they the doubled. Stretch. I mean, they, they doubled him all day. I mean, he was open some plays. Jimmy G missed him, and that's true. But like, they didn't let him beat him. I guess it's more. That's more I'm saying. They're most dynamic player on offense. That's how I thought they were going to be able to beat him. The reverses. Right. Emmanuel's to. gonna have a fifty-yard touchdown or something like that. Oh yeah, hey, we also said that uh, y'all thought there's gonna be touchdowns uh, from the scrimmage of like over fifty yards, and Rocco so accurately said that it would not happen, and it didn't. You're right. There was that big bomb though that like they, that wanted to. Oh, I was scared. Was, like, yeah. Something. And I wanted him to bust. It. I wanted him to prove me wrong. I ain't gonna yeah. lie. No cap. So the leading tackler, if you had to guess for the 49ers, who would you think would be? Oh, uh, uh, D Ford. <laughs> <laughs> can I ruin? Can I ruin that? Quan was it? Quan Alexander? It was Quan was second. Quan was second. Quan was second. Um, no, I'm sorry. Quan was not second. Quan wasn't even on his list. Quan, was, Quan had one. Ooh. Quan had one tackle. <laughs> Who was it? Who? Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Had 10 tackles. All over the field. I mean, well, not that seat, but that makes more. If you told me that He's a cornerback for the Niners yeah, would be. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you told me that a, a cornerback for the Niners would be the leading tackler for their team, that would make a little more sense to me than one for the Chiefs, just considering the fact that Patrick's going to throw the ball 88 and a half yeah. times if yeah. he has his way. And as much as we thought that San Fran was going to run the ball. And they really got away from it at times, you know, it seemed like at least. Like they were really going that play action, and Jimmy was making some throws. But, <clears throat> you know, when the game got serious and like. <laughs> I don't know. It looks so transparent that like Kyle Shanahan does not have like faith in and Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. You know what I mean? Like how Andy Reid, lucky enough, walked into one of the best quarterbacks of all time, twenty years into his career. He's like at that point where he's just like, you know what? Go out and let him. Like the play calls are just like let Pat go be great. Whereas Kyle Shanahan's like not calling timeouts. What, you know because <laughs> he don't want to get Pat the ball back. Right. Yeah. Come on, scary boy. Like, so I think uh, you you said something that hit kind of the nail on the head is that we were talking about passing temps. I'll show the number how many passing tips Patrick Mahomes had with, with 42. How many did Jimmy have? Jimmy had 31. 31. Man. I didn't think he'd have that many, to be honest with you. And he, completed, he shouldn't have. They were up 10 yeah, points, not, 10, 11 minutes left in the game. If he you told me they were going to be close. Man. You know, and, and going in, so there's the scariest part was going into the fourth quarter, if I'm not mistaken, he was 18 for 22. Dang. I mean, it felt, it, he was he so he well. was slicing, it, but, man. Yeah, there was that play action, he, man. Like the, the RPO they fell was behind. killing us, and yeah. like it took us a minute to adjust. But the biggest difference about this Chiefs team than any other team we've ever had, and this coaching regime and all this, is that like they were able to make those adjustments when it mattered, and it especially matters in the fourth quarter when you're down two scores and like where it looks as bleak as it ever has been. You know, with this team in the season, and it feels like another one of those like gut wrenching playoff losses, and you're like, man, and then we made it all to the Super Bowl. Like, ain't no way we go. 
go out by mm-hmm. two scores. And then Patrick LeVon Mahomes. Patrick LeVon does Mahomes. what Patrick LeVon Mahomes does. And he and he does, and he is great. He just just bees great. He <laughs> <laughs> it just radiates greatness, man. Like and we y'all saw it for yourselves, man. And he's twenty five years old, not even. Like he's got he's gonna be doing this for a long time. So there was a there was Buckle a different up. Patrick Mahomes than we normally see. And like we were talking about, we usually get the flashy at the beginning of the year and earlier in his career, we got the flashy, spectacular play. Can't believe he just improvised that and made that just happen. Letting it fly. You know, left hand passes, coming you know, from no that look passes, that air raid, yeah. Big 12, where, you know, games are high scoring. It. Like, if we get down, Patrick has that in him where it's like, I can I can make these chunk plays just like I did in college and get right back. You and know I, what I mean? And I think Patrick also is starting to have that recognition and it's going to grow because he's going to stop getting out of the way of these hits. Because mm-hmm. Pat can get hit. And like I react the same way as Pat getting hit like, as I do as my daughter like falling down the stairs like oh my god baby like wait did your daughter be falling down the stairs like that so you wouldn't believe how many times <laughs> kids trip and miss that last stair it's not all the stairs uh, it's that one where they lying. think they're good them and then girl. they what to do them little girl. <laughs> damn like you just Right. Come they're on, clum- man. They're clumsy. They're some clumsy little girls. Bro, they be sweet just, as could be. Just, but we'll fall at the drop of a hat. But we'd be downstairs with- hanging out real quick. We'd be downstairs <laughs> hanging out sometimes watching <laughs> film or like doing whatever we do, hanging out. And like, <laughs> there'll be a loud ass like thud <laughs> coming upstairs and this man Nick does not flinch and I'm just like dang like is, are they okay up there and he's like that's them that's having kids man like just they being be loud right. unless they screaming they're alright yeah they yeah. bouncy once you hear the loud uh, like until mm. you hear that noise all right, all right. and then you, and then you hear Gia going crazy mad and then well, we gotta, what, what y'all do and then a whole different set of uh, things to deal with but I will say that that past maturity of getting out of the way of those hits and not taking those hits not taking those lumps like I, he he got to learn how to avoid that. Yeah. But I saw but like, Pat also play with that dog mentality. Right. This ain't finesse. Give me a hit. This ain't being care. cute. It's a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like when he, when he ran that option, when he ran that option, mm-hmm. he could have pitched it out and he took it in. He Great. knew he was going to hit. Yeah. And, well, I thought you were talking about the one where he did make that late pitch and he got cracked. Yeah, he got like cracked. He, he waited last minute till he was about yeah. to get destroyed and then flicked it. And Dame on f- fourth, that was a fourth down conversion. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Dame got like like four. You know what I mean? That's what you Only did. need one, give me four. I'll take that every day of the week. I mean, he, Patrick was literally like a kamikaze dude. Like he knew he was going to get smoked at some point yeah. in this play. That first, that fumble I mean, in the first quarter though, when yeah. he got, really Jimmy got Ward cracked, he got him. hit. Yeah, he got hit. Like, Jimmy I was Ward worried was about him there. Wood. But, but I don't know if you noticed, Patrick Mahomes got right up, and Jimmy Ward was kind of shook on the sideline. And then kind of look, he gave him the look too. You know, what I, mean? I wonder. I thought look. at first, I thought like, man, he got up and just made sure that dude was okay because that's no, like such a not. nice guy. No, and then somebody in my somebody <laughs> no. in my house is like, oh no, he just wanted to tell him how he really felt. Right, yeah, exactly. he talked bad kinda about remi- his mama. Kind of reminded <laughs> me of when uh, that play that Lamar broke the rushing record for quarterback. Yeah, you know what I mean. I don't know yeah. if people remember, but like he broke it on a play where he got absolutely drilled, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely cracked. But he I mean, got right up and like he knew that was the one and you know it's the grit of these young these are the these are the new franchise quarterbacks this is the new era of football moving forward you seeing these young african-american quarterbacks for Straight the most up. part may i if i might add going well, out and, and running franchises making football look as fun as it has been in years and see now what's funny about that okay just to switch gears a little bit you're talking mm-hmm. about the future of the league coming up here when you look at the Super Bowl halftime show now, hold up Boy. a second. You want to talk about my the future? My mama was not feeling that one. Whoa. She wasn't. Hey, wait, wait, my mama's 50 from the island. Man, like she, say, <laughs> she had words for that. We can't start off with slander off the jump because that was incredible, <laughs> man. It was on, a great, no, no, no. We can get straight to it. I was I just wanted to be candid off time. Give my mama Joyce a shout out. She was being that typical uh, <laughs> Pacific Island mother. Being well, like, thank you for putting your mom on blast. Oh, she'll be all right. She got it. She'll stand on it. Just That's where I get it from. You hear me? She'll be like, yeah, I said what I 
just saying. That's what I'm saying. Okay, well, I, with all due respect to your mom, because we had a great conversation right after <laughs> the Super Bowl, man. Watch what you say next, we, no, got, I know where he's going. Uh, okay. Because it was lit. Because <laughs> them girls shut it down. At least Shakira did. I know, man. No. J-Lo did whatever. I mean, J-Lo can do her thing. Good for, good for A-Rod. But Shakira blew my mind, boy. I just hope that Patrick can can like develop and last as long as Shakira and J-Lo can because they are a combined <laughs> like 90 years old on the stage. That's not I, 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 I don't even know how to say this right, but like for lack of better, for lack of better words, they was throwing cheeks. Goodness gracious. Goodness J-Lo gracious. I'm sorry, man. It was incredible. I'm sitting there with, okay, I'm sitting there with my family, my cousins, and I'm sitting there looking at cheeks to the left and the right, man. <laughs> you over here popping them, huh? No, I was not. Yeah, and I, I was not. Couple, I absolutely was not. Marco's a couple margaritas deep at the Jennings. <laughs> feeling himself, you know. Frisky. And then he's like Shakira up there, just make reminding him of middle school. Like, it's one thirty. Shakira. And then my, I look to my left, and my mom is literally on the couch next to me. And all of a sudden, you know, I kind of remember, like, oh yeah, I'm sitting yeah, next to my mom. Yeah. yeah, stop. You guys are gross. Well, it's one thirty, <laughs> and I'm feeling dirty. Look at you, <laughs> nasty. You're yeah, nasty. nasty. You are nasty. Oh, wrong with your generation. All right, so this is what okay. J Lo got more yams and a sweet potato pie. I tell you. That right now. Something about J Lo is just kind of a you know. Never mind. You what? It's just kind of annoying to me, bro. Like it's just uh, she good. She does her thing. She great. I don't know. I've seen enough of J Lo. Shakira been doing her thing in Latin culture, like making music in a different genre for years. Like I haven't seen Shakira since I was in middle school. Shakira she came out looking fine as ever, and and oh, same old something playing hits. You know what I mean? Look, she's the zebra from Zootopia. Yeah, she took the cake. J Lo, I could have oh, honestly, I could have gone without J Lo entirely. She should. They, they should have brought us. So J Lo brought. The, I think J Lo. J Lo brought the social. Stop it. J-Lo well, <laughs> stop it. Where was J-Lo it? brought the social co- social consciousness, right? So I don't know if y'all saw it in that halftime show. The children were singing mm-hmm. and it, what appeared to be cages, right? Yeah. And that was her daughter that was singing. Yeah. Right? She can blow too. And she was she, singing. She singing. Pipes. Like, I, I was looking to you like, who the hell is that? I, was, that, I didn't know. Yeah, I had no idea. Man, I'm like, who is this? Because she's cold. Like, mm-hmm. okay. And I think that's something that needed to be said because, you know, not to get... Any no, sort yeah. of political, like they're running political ads and all this stuff. Right. Like, let's keep a focus on. But what's it's a big deal. Really. It's, yeah. Big Still a thing right going yeah. on right now. Like, what's really be, going on? Right. Well, and also, I mean, what else needs to be brought Miami, up? Especially Miami, for sure. But, but like, like where's 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 prevalent? But how right. how powerful was the moment of that? Just I and mean, now, granted, aside from the political part as well, which you know, you can have your own opinion on that, but that definitely was a powerful moment, one way or another. It yeah. was a very polarizing moment, whether you agree with it or not, right? Yeah. If you're like, if you're actually taking the show in for what it was, like obviously they were playing hits and like look good. They were shaking and yeah. I was waiting you know, on Ja Rule to come out. Like, man, I was waiting on Pitbull, Pitbull to come. I know. Pitbulls beat the ass. I was like, hey, let's go. You sound like DMX, boy. I'm sorry, bro. I ain't gonna lie, when, give it to you. When uh, when Jay Balvin came out, I really thought that was Pitbull in disguise. I'm like, dang, what did Pitbull <laughs> in? And, and then Bad Bunny came out. I'm like, oh my god, they got Pitbull on drugs. That's crazy. Yeah. I thought they were gonna bring out Cardi because she was playing. I, I like sure it, thought that was like, why would you not? Like, I mean, because she's in like legal trouble all the damn time, probably. Also she goes, she literally jump off the stage and whoop somebody hey, at the halftime show. She ain't ready I, for this. I'll tell you this. If, if they did, did as, as many, we're going to do that rap snacks thing. Oh, sure. no, no, shh, 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 shh. We're going to do that. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Oh, it's a surprise. Talk about it. it's a, no, 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 no. Okay, we'll it's, a it's a surprise. It's a surprise. Yeah, we got Wolf. Y'all we got something thing. to do with Rap Snacks. We do what? have some fun segments. We need, it's going to be a fun. But now that football's done, we're going to get a little less nerdy over the next few weeks. Yeah. We'll kind of decompress down a little bit and have a yeah. lot more fun. Like, we'll have more talk about things like the halftime show. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, we need and less, like, like, gambling segments where it's, like, over, under, on your mom, on uh, my mama, baby you, beans. You had to when we started, you know, because we are right there by the Super Bowl. Yeah, you're right. But now, with that being said, though, we're going to have some have more fun with the Netflix segments, man. Yep. It's gonna it's gonna be fun. We'll talk about more of some of the stuff, and like we'll also talk about more of our personal experiences. Like 
speaking of which, though, because we are still on the football, like, what do y'all, like, how, where were you guys? Tell, like, let's tell the listeners just, like, like, oh, like for quick, the game? Yeah, like, like oh, just yeah. tell us about your experience. Make it, like, 30 seconds, you know what I'm saying? I will you, cut your mic, but, like. If you like, follow me on Twitter, you already know where I was. Like, I've, this has been a long time coming for me and my family. I've talked about it in prior episodes. Like, the Chiefs football runs deep in my blood and, like, in my, my father's side who's born and raised in Kansas City. My whole grandfather, great-grandfather, they all from Kansas City. So, like, the Chiefs have been a part of my life. So, like, when, for the game, you know, my uncle came over with the Chiefs van that my grandpa had that's now my uncle's. You know, he's got the TV in the back with the antennas. We were watching the game outside. You know, we was watching the game on the inside. Had a bunch of food. Aunties, and uncles, like it was a full house. It was. It was I was right where I needed to be for when, for when it happened. You know what I mean? Like, straight up. I was at the crib, and here's the funny part. So like, you know, how people believe like you don't do anything different than what you did last game, right? Of course. So the yeah, last, last three that's, playoff that's games, the last three playoff games, me and my wife have watched the game from my bedroom, like. In our bed, watching the game on TV. Ooh, no, I mean, it's always Mr. Nasty Time. <laughs> Whatever y'all get through. Oh, it's Shout out Ron the Show. Mr. Yeah, nasty yeah, Time. It's always Reggie, Nasty Time. Na- na- Mr. Nasty Reggie. Hey, oh that's nasty-ass Reggie Raggs. Nasty-ass <laughs> Reggie <laughs> but, but y'all was watching from the bed trying to yeah. create, a, trying to create a comeback. No, sure. no, no. So, like, we, we usually watch from the bedroom. I got off of work, came to the house. You know, ran around, did some stuff, you know, just trying to get ready for the next day. Because I knew I ain't waking up early. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't cancel that. I'm gonna, I am I got two hours between now and game time. We get all this done. Right. Get to the crib, start watching it downstairs. Got the wings, you know what I'm saying? Got the Rotel, you know, watching the game. And it's just going bad. And I'm like, man, like, I ain't tripping. I got <laughs> What can I do to help these boys yeah, out? For real. Like, what do I need? I, I move my seat. I can't I let the team down. I done held her hand on third down. I done let her hand go on third down. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my I done had my feet up on the couch, put my feet back on the floor. Like, I tie my socks off, put my socks back on. Like, I'm like, man, what the no, hell? You cute them socks on. So, yeah, that's why your house smelled bad. So, after the fourth, <laughs> suck it easy. After the fourth, after the fourth quarter, as soon as the fourth quarter kick off, I'm like, all right, you know what? The girls getting sleepy. They getting restless. You know, mm-hmm. it's time for bed. I take them upstairs. Take them girls up. went to sleep. Bro, they came in all late. Like, Helen watches the game. I told you, she watches the game, like, right up uh, under me. I love her. So we go upstairs. And I love her, too. So we go upstairs, and we <laughs> lay down. And, and, like, they all just, like, land. Everybody's, like, sprawled across all the bed, right? Like, kids. Kid explosion. <laughs> kids everywhere all across the bed. I got nowhere to lay, That's so cute. I'm kind of just, like, curled up in the corner watching it. And then slowly but surely, the comeback starts to happen. Like, we got the first, you know, got the first touchdown. They got the three and out. We got the ball back. Scored again. I'm like, okay. So Gia comes upstairs. I look at her and she looks at me. Uh, all seriousness, dead serious in my heart. I look at her and go, take your ass back to wherever you came from. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Famous I last words up to Jesus. Swear to God. Famous Jeez. last words of a marriage if I've ever heard them, boy. Hey, fam, for and, and under normal circumstances, yes. And John, you, you know Gia, mm-hmm. so you know. She knew what time it was, didn't she? <laughs> Bro, she looked me dead in my face, gave me a kiss, and and I love went, you, and went back downstairs. Oh, I love oh my God. Went yeah. back downstairs. Yes. And Does Gia have any there. like sisters? She do. That are like my age. You ain't ready. You a little older than me now, but. You ain't ready. You ain't ready. They say the black and the berry is sweet and juice. You ain't ready, boy. You ain't ready, Rock. But nah, so like, that's where I was at. That's what we was doing for the game. And it was super cool because, like, as soon as I made the move, the comeback started to happen. I was like, I ain't moving, G. Like, Did you, so were the girls sleeping in bed or they were just hanging out? With they you? were all, they all like eventually fell asleep. They were watching but TV. But what about like as the comeback happens, I imagine you're getting a little loud, right? Like you're kind of getting a little Bro, loud. I am silent and screaming like you have never heard until the very end. At the end, I didn't give, I, it was my house at that point. I was, I'm a grown ass man. God, I'm you know, you don't pay a yeah, light like, bill in this place. <laughs> like I will say what I want, when I want, and how I want. Yeah, but I, I'm a grown man, ain't dumb. You don't wake up no right. sleeping baby. I was, like, talking no to, I, was, I was talking to the girls for what it's worth, like the daughters, not you, G. I would oh. never talk to you. 
Jesus, I would never talk to you like that. I'm <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, man. It was oh. super cool. Where would you at, Rock? I was over at uh, my aunt and uncle's house, my aunt Laura and uncle Jeff, my cousins. Uh, one of my homies came out from uh, my old radio station job in Carrollton. He's mm-hmm. a Chicago Bears fan, actually, but it, like the, the Chiefs are a second team, so we all have fun together. Yeah. Shout um, out, Nick. He's a good guy. Yeah, it's, good, guy. it's my buddy right there. Uh, parents, little brother, Chenzo. You know, it was, it was a good experience there for sure. Yeah. Cousin Jake and Jordan. And, you know, it's where we would normally watch the game. We actually, um, where we watched the Super Bowl for years and years and years, um, he, Mr. our cousin Roger, passed away right before the Super Bowl. Like, I believe it was the, like, Monday before. Yeah, we're outside here. You know, yeah, it's, it's all Wait, good, you man. went this past Monday? Yeah. Oh, my God. Right. Terrible, terrible. Very, very, very sad. So Absolutely. So, uh, to you and your family for sure. For sure. Appreciate you, man. So we, uh, we got to watch again together as a family and like, that's the crew that would be together yeah. back in those days. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, so it felt dope. like we were there together. You know, okay. and my grandparents would be Love there. That. They were still around. And, uh, what's funny. So we, the last time I watched the game there for the game itself, the reason why we're there is for the game. AFC Championship game. Let's go. Last year. Uh, oh man, I was living risky. And see, oh, see, and my, and my boy, yeah, my yeah. boy, see, I right? Was, <laughs> you so, had me the first quarter. I ain't gonna lie. Right, you <laughs> stayed your ass at home. So if you want to see what it like, like peel back the curtains a little bit on our show. Follow my homeboy CJ Robinson 009 because like three quarters of his tweets are subtweeting me talking mess about something or other. Right? CJ's Twitter is also absolutely hilarious. It is. It's a great. It's a great Twitter. Okay, that's my guy. Just a record. Follow CJ. I'll follow directions. Follow Nico. Follow Nico Vice. Drop the drop the at Nick. At Nick Vice two three five. I made this. Megan Thee Stallion recently public. It was he was locked like he was somebody before. Like could nobody retweet him? Like he had some some to hide. But he he unlocked it. So now we tore them walls down. Get follow. Show him some love. Y'all about to get a burner account next week. That's what y'all going. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! Yeah, man. I, I, more, I follow him. One more funny thing too, though. So yeah, uh, but back to that back real quick about CJ. Yeah. yeah. CJ. Um, so CJ just does this thing where first off, he cost me a fantasy football championship uh, because of some. Literally, he texted Brendan, my homeboy, I was playing against the championship, and said "woogity woogity woogity woogity" or something like that, and like oh, like thirty seconds later, CJ Aaron is. Jones busts off a fifty-something <laughs> yard run. To win a championship that on like the last play, it was just completely BS, right? C- CJ, so- CJ has said before that apparently. Now, Nick, I need your approval on this. I don't know. Let's go. He said that apparently. All black people have at least some kind of voodoo in them. It's like deep in them somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> said, I swear to God, he said that. So he's like, so whenever something, <laughs> it's true. So whenever something like somebody needs some luck, CJ will shoot us a text and be like, "Hey, bro, woogity woogity woogity." <laughs> like, I, that's all I got. So I, I got it for you. I did my part. <laughs> But and, you know, see, and so CJ talking all week about how sports karma this, sports karma that. Right. And eventually, man, we is, we we be talking too much in here for me to have that sports karma stuff, man. I doubled down. Chiefs by fourteen. You no know, tight ends, burn ends, whatever. Mm. You hear me? Right? <laughs> so we in the Super Bowl. We gonna bring this thing home. And that norm- for what it's worth, and that normally is pretty bad luck for us. Yeah, Rocco is not, does not have the best track record. I'm the worst. <laughs> I am the worst. When something works, I stick with it. The entire 2014 playoffs, I ain't never told nobody this, right? Oh, God. oh he about to say something. something so, <laughs> man, we got, we, got, we got to get out of here at some point. <laughs> Dang. I wore the same socks for three weeks, yeah. we, we wanted this show to be like 30 minutes tonight, just so y'all know. But so the Chiefs won the championship. <laughs> right. That's right. what. We weren't talking about keeping it short, but uh, we're getting right no, to it. True. Straight up. So 2014, uh, Alex Gordon was, uh, I, was, I had a, one of his like jerseys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I had it on for the wild card game. I got so mad and I was fireball drunk, so. I like right in the bottom of the seventh inning, like I threw my shirt off the wall, right? And I'm just fat boy, belly bouncing left to the right, <laughs> looking like Shakira cheeks, right? And the exact opposite of Shakira right. cheeks. Well, not, I mean, like it's, Shakira's but it's just a matter of fact. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Yes. But immediately after that, man, they started balling. They started getting, you know, started working. Yeah. So every game in the seventh inning, 
Fat Boy Rocco took, took that shirt off. Exposed <laughs> the role. I was, I was, I was walking. I was walking through the halls. I was going outside, running through the streets. Put your, put your damn shirt down. Right. I'm, you're right show right. Us. I'm not feeling it now. I'm feeling it right now. I'm this feeling. Is, that's this is very, the seventh inning. This is like the seventh inning of the show. That's a very nah, on brand story oh for Rocco. Why is he Rocco literally just this? took his shirt off and threw it against the wall. Rocco like, looked like he, he, had a he has no shirt on right now. Rocco, you don't know my life. Maybe I did. Why? Do you want to hand me my shirt? No. Okay, well, yeah, then, I mean, yeah. Well, then, okay, well, Why don't you have any chest there? <laughs> you like the armpit hair? I don't know what's going on. If you don't like hairy men, I am your guy. Oh, um, my God. Intercom's not going to let us do this anymore. Well, they're not going to know. Uh, if they just don't, kidding. Nobody's we're listening. Not, we're, we're not at Intercom. One more thing about uh, the night, though. It was really cool because my uh, my, gra- my grandparents. Uh, I need you to put your shirt back on before you finish the story. And act like this is normal. You Goodness look- gracious. You Fine. built like a lesbian. So he's at, his, he's at his aunt's house for what it's worth Such with this ass. story. Like He's doing something. And uh, it's supposed to be a good story, but no. Just, okay. just the last thing is just that. Uh, so uh, they had one of the, these bottles of bourbon from like 1969, right? That they Ooh. gave after the night after the uh, the championship win, uh, you know, Super Bowl four, and it was super cool. I didn't actually get a good chance to really look at it, but it was my grandparents, so it's, it's been in the family forever. Very nice thing. I get over to John's house afterwards because you know, you know, what I'm saying we going to do You know, we stepped out we, after. Yeah. 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 I know. I went to Westport, <laughs> shut down, boy. Right. And so I got to John's house, right, and uh, his dad brings out this <laughs> bottle of bourbon from and tell me right? the story. Same I'm like, one. oh my gosh! Yeah, we have, and a- I didn't look at it. I didn't taste it. I didn't think anything of it. And then he brings it out, and it's like, oh my gosh, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. And then John brings me out a shot of it. And I'm like, well, I don't want to take your bourbon. He's like, oh no, you have to now, right? Well, we had we had two bottles, right? I mean, my dad. That's a fun fact about those. Oh, wait, go ahead, face. What were you about to say? Well, just a funny part about it is that um, I see why they wanted me to take a shot of it. Mm. I hit that thing. It was, it, I thought I, I literally thought that I my insides were going to collapse, and oh, yeah. my like, I was literally. <laughs> I was going to like flip inside out. I was going to turn pink or something. That, was, was, that was something that sit your ass down. That, Boy, look. No, fun story about those bottles, right? So McCormick's Whiskey, which is distilled in Weston, Missouri. Shout like, out couple, McCormick's couple, Whiskey. A couple hours from here. In 1969. That's the country of shit we've ever said. That's a sound, that is Shout a soundtrack to my freshman year of college. You ain't doing shows no more in Marshall, Missouri. We ain't shouting out <laughs> <in> Weston, Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> thing, I went to Weston for a, a wedding once at this outdoor venue, and it was the most middle America looking little place I ever been. I couldn't wait to get out of there. They played but, a cello in there. Yeah, it's okay. For what it's worth, we're, we're just like <laughs> we're just like shitting on Western Missouri <laughs> right now for no reason. See what I said. <laughs> okay, but so the, in 1969, McCormick's whiskey they bottled these like commemorative like Chiefs like they were Chiefs helmet shaped whiskey bottles of like some bourbon, you know, for like when the Chiefs won in '69. So. It, like my dad bought two of these at a garage sale from a neighbor in like the early 80s. Wow. So like throughout all the times we had those season tickets and like my grandpa, you know, RIP Daddy Jack, RIP JR, a close family friend who died uh, in like 2011. Rest in peace to Like, him. yeah, for sure. And like over the years, my dad told me that he told them before they died, like, you know, we're only going to open these when the Chiefs won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? My dad, the seals were not broken. Like they were corked. These are corked with bottles yeah. of whiskey, corked, like a yeah. bottle of wine. So it's old. You know, and like got the job done last night. My dad doesn't even drink no more. How, how'd that hit? Oh, dude. I mean, it tasted good. It tasted like a, I felt no, like it a winner. No, it did not. It, 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 it made you feel like a winner. Yeah. Oh, that's like. it, and then it got me yeah. right for Westport because I was already feeling a little loosey goosey. We got out and, you know, yeah. got straight to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that was. daughter out there. Go ahead, boy. <laughs> I'm just trying to I get go lie. a good time. We, we went into this little club, right? It was a real cool place, right? I was so careful how I walked in there because I was in some flip flops. Stepping out, boy. I, I don't even care. You went to Westport. Rocco, I went to Westport. Rocco. It's a flip flops. 
Why and that's a literally. I was kind of turned. You were in flip flops last you, you night. You didn't know. We, talk, we talked about that. That's why no, you didn't, didn't get. The, yes, we did. No, we did. Oh, yes, we did. No, no, yes, we did. Yes, we. This, no, these, flip, these ones right here. Different pair of socks, but these flip flops. I promise y'all, I was, <laughs> I was so under the influence <laughs> that I did not notice that we went out to the clubs, goes <laughs> in jeans, and the superstar tonight. You hear me? And a sweater. Why are you embarrassing us like this? Oh. I, and I was in this yellow, this yellow ass hat. Like, who wants? Did you get who any smoke? All right, I'm going back to high school. You get any numbers? I got MySpace. I got him. I hate him so much. She gave me that good link. So much. <laughs> She's in my top ten. All right, right man. What else you got to run yeah, now, okay, bro? Yeah, we right. here. All right, yeah, yeah, this is supposed to be short, and I mean. What else y'all want to talk about? That's true. Patrick LeBron Mahomes. From my heart. From my heart, Pat. Thank you. From the city of Kansas City, from Chiefs Kingdom, near and far. Um, I've known Chiefs fans from the UK, New York, Florida, California, mm-hmm. Japan, I, 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 like China, like you can, you, any Denmark, don't, our mark, don't matter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody, for real, for real. Thank you, man. You made everybody in Kansas City, everybody in Chiefs Kingdom Day just that much brighter from this day until the Super Bowl next year, at least. All right, until and we're everyone, back. Until we back. Until right we back where we're supposed because, to be. Because, again, Patrick LeVon Mahomes, thank you. You are, the, you are the catalyst for this team. You are the guy we've been waiting for, man. Like, obviously, we want to give shout-outs to Andy Reid. I give shout-outs to Brett Veach and Clark Hunt and, like, the whole entire Chiefs organization because it's been such a long time coming. You know, like, this one was yes, – yes, last night was for Derek Thomas. Last night yeah. was for, you know, um, Otis Taylor. Yeah. Last night was for – Joe Delaney. Joe Delaney. You know I mean? Joe Delaney. You know great I mean? pool. Last night Christian was for – Christian Okoye, Steve DeBerg. All these guys that, you know, were – I don't know about Big Steve players. Tyler Polko. <laughs> Steve played a lot of places. But, like, last night was for it was for players that, you know, were memorable in my lifetime. Memorable yeah. for my, my father and my grandfather. Players, guys that, like, made the Chiefs who they were and, you know, made football enjoyable. Like, but never quite got the job done. This was for Jan Stenerud. We, we Al- Alex to, Smith. We were able to get it done last night because we have the best quarterback in the world. And in the world. Pat, thank you again, bro. In we're the looking, world, Craig. Looking forward to it again next year, G. In the world, Craig. It, you know, just the entire scope of everything. Did this feel? Has it even really set into y'all yet? No, it hasn't yet. It's literally nah, happened parade, last night. No, nope. the parade's coming. That like parade, I didn't get to though. see the last one in person, so I'm going to see you know a million people gather to watch you know this team that that made history, man. Hey, man, on the front page of their, their second page of the Kansas City Star, there's an article about how many toilets they're dropping off for the parade. Now, if what? you want to understand how big this is going to be. The city is putting in temporary plumbing. These Johnny on the spot. Hey, Seuss. All up and down this joint. And they ordered triple what they got for the Royals. Because they understood. It is a million people. When y'all get drunk, y'all don't care where y'all piss. I've seen it off the roof, time boy. and time and time again. Y'all just don't on care. The roof. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? Whatever. So it's going to be a great time. I asked the citizens of Kansas City, like, you know, stay safe, be smart. Have fun. Understand Understand that that's what we're here for. We're here to have Let's fun. Let's go out and have fun. Every Enjoy person you see it, down man. there, every person down there, love. every person down here, she's all of. All of. 100%. Always. Daps everywhere. It's, Straight just, up. it's, it's our time. I'm a high five. Everybody I see, please wash your hands. Ooh, are you going to bring hand sanitizer with yes. you? For Absolutely. Me? Are you bringing your daughters with you? No. That's not a bad call. Ooh. No, it's not a bad call. Sorry, this is not the place to bring children. No, that's the absolute right decision. I have to work that night at five, so yeah. like I have to. I'm I'm probably just gonna bring my backpack with my work stuff and just like hoof it. Go I'm do it, and then just me. give myself like an hour to walk to the plaza and go to work. <laughs> so if I'm anybody if anybody wants a T-shirt with some sort of vegetable on it, then find John yeah, and get his backpack. Also, real quick shout out to Kendall Fuller for that game ceiling interception. He comes into Truefoot all the time. I swear to God, free Kale Aids for life, G. I'm not. 
charging you for a kill aid than any time I see you ever. Kendall That's my Fuller. guy. Can I ask you a question? I'll let your boy Johnny Sue. I'm not trying to plug y'all restaurant, but what's a Kale-Aid? A Kale-Aid is a, is a freshly juiced drink that we have at True Food Kitchen. It has like celery and cucumbers and ginger and um, kale? Uh, car- carrots in there. Kale's in there. Is there kale, <laughs> kale in there? <laughs> the, the, the kale in the kale I didn't have to say that I one. Y'all can follow me. Keep but, that kale uh, on Very me. refreshing. Very good for you. High in antioxidants. Um, you know, here at True Food, we really like to use fresh ingredients that make that are designed for you good to be good for your Why taste buds and good I'm for going, your body. I think I might delete that out. One, three, yeah, four, because four, you're rude one. and just talked over me. I'll beat your ass here. <laughs> you. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> Don't ever. Oh, I guess I can't. One, delete three, that now. four, four, one. Holmes Road. All that healthy shit. Go see John Ford. You want the fun stuff. Holla at your boy. Yeah. I'm glad he didn't even say the name of the business. What, I never you, you will. Drop him the address again. 13441 Holmes Road. Why? Oh, Missouri. Go check him out. Go check out my boy Nico Vice. He'll get you taken care of. Is that like where they like bag racks, rap snacks at or something? God, I hate him. Why are you like this? Why it's, like, it's like we have fun. Why? And then like when, it, when we're about to put a bow on the show, I can tell we hit that point where I'm like, all right. Let's, <laughs> let's, I'm, I'm about to over rock off for the night. So. We would have been out of here if I was cold because I didn't have my shirt on. If you didn't wear a yellow beanie with a red cheese shirt, I would I would be a lot more sensitive to your situation. And I guess what he doesn't have on also? A belt, a belt at all. A belt. A belt at all. Oh, my gosh. We're seeing a trend, mate. An unkept beard. <sighs> Come on, what else? A stinky mustache. Get him. Toe hair. <laughs> Man, I almost just said like three things. And she white elbows. <laughs> oh, that's white elbows. She white elbows. This girl I work with, she said once, because she's white, and she was like, you know, I never call, I never, I never say white people get ashy. She say white people get scaly. When they, that's when worse. They, yeah. That's she's way like, yeah, worse. Like, she's like, I'm, I'm too light to not to get ashy. My skin just gets like, I'm scaly? Like, well, she was, very reptilian. she was more, more talking about just white people. Oh, that, I'm saying like that's white. the word they use. Like, like I understand that's the, the condition. That's the word she used. Scaly. Yes, I guess. Just say ashy. It's all right. From black, people, ashy, from yeah. black people to whoever you are, just say ashy. They're allowed. They can, they can yeah. right. okay, I'm glad to hear that. I was it's, actually kind of curious. Okay. I, I never so, feel like, I don't know. I get a little bit of both, best of both worlds. Oh, my gosh. You better be right when you say nappy, though. I tell you. Yeah, mm. let's don't not miss ever nappy. use that word. Don't don't miss, miss, yeah, if you miss, ain't black, you ain't saying nothing about nappy. Just stop it. I think that uh, Don Emus kind of cemented that for everybody. Hey, yo, do you hear Rush Limbaugh got cancer? Yeah. Oh, wow. Matthew, you just kind of just went from that to that. Dang. To that. I didn't know that. That is kind of scandalous, but yeah. I try, to, let's, I try to keep most political views off that, so. I just said Rush um, Limbaugh got cancer. Yeah, you know, good luck to Rush Limbaugh. I hope you get better, buddy. Mm. Bud. Let's go, Bud. Mm. Buddy's a little, I don't know him. Mm. All right. Last question, okay? Before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Super Bowl 55. How much do the Chiefs win by? Uh, it's going to be a two-score game. I said 40. Uh, last time, I'm yeah. going 45. 45 this time. Uh, to- a blowout. Blowout. Okay. Well, you know, hopefully, hopefully it'll be San Fran again. That was they put up a good fight. Thanks for doing it. You know, run it back next year. So. <laughs> and you got a blowout. Oh, uh, I cannot wait for that. There's, there's you know, a hole in your Jordan. You had a blowout. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be bad. It'll be bad out here. Patty okay. <laughs> Mahomes coming back for his other MVP too. That's right. Lamar, you had a great year. A great year. Congratulations. I want my trophy back. Yep. You seen? Y'all seen Creed too? Yeah. Have you ever seen Creed 2? So in Creed 2, the very first fight in the movie, he's fighting uh, Mickey Ward for his keys to his car back. He lost the keys to the car in Creed 1. Mm -hmm. He said, give me my keys. Give me my keys. And everybody like, hey, you won the world championship. It's like, that's cool. I understand that. I knew I was going to do that. Give me my keys. Next season needs to be like that for Pat going (laughs) after Lamar. Give me my trophy back. Everybody was hype about you last year for no reason. You know what this is, and I know what this is. We're going to win the ship. You want I want my ring. You know, honestly, <laughs> honestly, but you know, Patty built different. He honestly, he, he he as much as he's going to get that, like he just wants to get that Lombardi again. And you up. know what? I, 
Don't put it past them. Straight up. Believe the hype. Congratulations, Kansas City Chiefs. Congratulations, Chiefs Kingdom. Hey, yo, we did it, man. We did it, baby. Everybody who goes to the parade, be safe. Take think pictures. With, think with your head. Leave your guns at home, obviously. Yeah, take lots of pictures. Obviously. Yeah, take leave pictures. the guns at home. Take pictures. Remember where you're at. Snap need to be popping that day. Don't Instagram get super drunk and pass out and wake up in like an inch of snow. It's just supposed to be snowing. Sure. Please do. That's going to be funny for me. Oh, we're taking pictures business. of that, too. I won't yeah. be that way. So, I, Like I said, I got to go to work. I would never drink for work. I don't know about you guys. I mean, (laughs) thank you for tuning in, y'all. We appreciate it, G. For (laughs) sure. It's your boy, boy, Nick Vice, 235. Johnny Sue on the mic. Thank you again. And Girl S. Rocco signing off. We will talk to y'all Thursday night. Wake up to a Friday morning. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey. And Raising Dion, Netflix and Spill Thursday. Watch that this in the next couple days. For sure. We got it. Let's go. Tomahawk chopping and Diddy bopping, baby. that again.